episode 11 of Them Asperger's. We've decided to go outside for this one. So, uh, mainly because it's too hot to be indoors. But equally, I'm a little bit weird about surrounding noises. So, hopefully... You are well on edge. Hopefully, there's not too many... Too many background noises going on here because it'll drive me mad if I listen to this back at some point and hear the noises. It's nice having the birds in the background. I don't mind the birds. It's like cars, people talking. Okay, there's no people and there's no cars. Just, just <laughs> there's no one about, yeah. and we're not that near to a road. No. It's the lawnmower. It's the lawnmower that's bugging you. Wait, it's a what is it? A leaf blower? Oh. Anyway, um, so today I already know what we're talking about because I guess on the last one I said positives of Asperger's to talk about and I obviously can't do, not do that now because yeah. that's what I'm said I'm doing. Well, it's like positives of Asperger's and so, so we talk quite a lot about how we think that Asperger's might be like the next evolutionary step for... Well, just to clarify, we talk about that not on the podcasts no yeah yeah we t- in private we talk about how we think asperger's could be like the next yeah i mean it, step. it could be i mean some people believe it's on the rise but yeah. like i can never decide if that's down to the fact that um it could be on the rise yeah uh, and that humans are genuinely going that way or it's just a case of it's more recognized now yeah. awareness has been spread and just more people are getting diagnosed um there have been well, my dad actually has been listening to these podcasts and he told me that he thinks he might be yeah. a burger. He's not sure, which is possible because I think it might be genetic. So it's possible. Um, like when I got yeah. diagnosed, my diagnosis woman said to me that, is there anybody else in your family that has it, might have it, um, you know, that kind of thing. And obviously my sister is a possibility of having it. I can't remember if she's been diagnosed or she's been considered. So that just made me think it's more on his side. And he's just said this things within the podcast that he's like, I do that. So, you know, um, definitely. And that might be just why autism is on the rise. It's just it's more and more recognised. You know, there's more people like us doing stuff like this that's getting yeah. it around there. It's always on telly. There's always like Autism Awareness Week and like that kind of thing. Or it is just a case of it's becoming more and more common in humans. Um, I don't know. But, like, it's it's one of those things that, like, some people are against it as well. Like, obviously the big, like, anti-vaxxers who, you know, I've read that, like, the MMR jab can give, like, autism to kids. So I know there's, like, parents that don't want to give their kids the jab because they don't want their kids to be autistic. Um, just as a point to that we don't think that that's possible like we think that you are born autistic just yeah i mean i just to i've always thought that. Elaborate I, on that i don't think there's like a cause no. so i don't think like it's like I've, I've read things about um some people have related it to diet yeah some people have related to um being born premature i've heard about yeah uh and people think you can cure it Oh, yeah, there is that. Um, also, weirdly, people think you can cure it with diet. Um, yeah. Or I've I've heard some of some people that have... Like, they've just got better at controlling it. And because they've become so good at controlling it, they think that they've cured it. Yeah. Um, but they don't realise that they've just limited their, like, triggers uh, and, like, situations that would cause them to have, like, meltdowns or autistic stuff. They've just so, got so good at handling it that it's... Yeah. 
the thing with curing it is you can you can stop yourself having as many meltdowns like you do you hardly have meltdowns ever really but it doesn't mean you've cured having Asperger's because you still have routines that you don't like to be broken you still don't like things changing and you still yeah you have like a set way of doing things you're still going to have obsessive thoughts over certain things and things like that so that I guess curing it would be having what you say like having control yeah control over it but it's not getting rid of it I mean, obviously, I mentioned in the last podcast that I was reading an article a bit ago. I say reading an article. I mean, you can't read. yeah, <laughs> uh, I was listening to someone talk about how they're trying to possibly find the gene yeah. that causes autism and to like eradicate it so it's not there in a person. Yeah. You know, like how they can tell someone's got Down syndrome while they're in the womb, yeah, and then people decide whether they want to have the baby because of like, you know, the what they see as a struggle yeah. um, they're on about like trying to isolate the autism gene which I think is funny because obviously if there is an autism gene then that shoots the premature thing yeah. the vaccination thing like that kind of gets rid of all that if they found a gene surely but um, yeah I was reading about how they're trying to do away with it as a thing and like I said before it it makes me think but why um, yeah. so we both think that um, having Asperger's is a benefit? Yeah, I, you know, like if someone said there's a cure for it now, like we'll just inject yeah. you with this and it'll go away, um, I wouldn't have the injection. Yeah. I mean, there's been times, obviously, we've all had times where we've thought about getting rid of it. Um, I've heard you say it. And. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard you say that you wish you didn't have it or you tell me that you don't have it and there's been times where I've definitely thought I wish I didn't have this and I do sometimes think about what kind of person I'd be now if I didn't have Asperger's because obviously Asperger's um, is a big influence on everything you do Uh, for me definitely like it's decided like the way I look uh, things I do you know what job I'm in now like how I do everything yeah uh, it's all been dictated by my Asperger's so I know if I didn't have it everything would be completely different. But, like, imagine having an injection that would take away your Asperger's. Um, like, think about, like, what would happen. You'd go home and it wouldn't be there well, anymore. Well, I think it would be weird for me because I've only just sort of yeah, but considered... Like, even though you don't know you've got it yet, yeah. and obviously before you met me, you hadn't even, like, entertained the idea yeah. of having it, doesn't mean like that still means that but it was always there yeah so even though you didn't know it was there like it knows it's there yeah and like makes you do things and that kind of thing so being undiagnosed and having asperger's doesn't mean that um doesn't mean that it's not there still it's just it's there but it's it's just you're unaware of it but your brain is still operating on a autistic level well when you first said it well not even when you said it when you said i didn't believe you um when i went to therapy and a therapist said it after having not mentioned anything about it that was when i started to be like oh maybe that's weird but that's when i originally really didn't want to have it because then I because like all the things that I went to my therapist for were things that essentially I thought like I could just cure or the therapist would just be able to tell me the solution so then it was a weird getting used to the idea that that that's just how my brain works and it's not that like I don't know I have anxiety that I can deal with or it's not that I'm cold-hearted and I just need to like learn how to get in touch with my emotions it's just that I don't yeah have them that was like my issue but now that I'm 
more used to it I definitely see the benefits of it like like sometimes yeah I just consider consider it to be to work in my favor a lot yeah I mean I I know a lot of people um like obviously when this article went up on Facebook there were loads of people that were writing like this is like wrong I don't see it as a bad thing and most people I know that have got Asperger's are okay with it or yeah. like that they've got it I know in some countries like it's less accepted um and uh I was speaking to a guy uh through that's been listening to our podcast and he was talking about in his country it's not as accepted as it is here yeah they um, use like derogatory terms and yeah and like so like stuff like that I can see why you wouldn't want it anymore but yeah. um like there's loads of pros to it like I mean obviously there's the the so-called like autistic superpowers yeah. that some people on the spectrum have um, I mean an example of that is you have a really good memory yeah yeah so there's that uh, that's something that I know if I wasn't autistic I wouldn't have like yeah. for me I only have to hear something once and it's gone in yeah uh, I can remember I can remember pretty much everything I've experienced or seen or know I always remember people's names I always yeah. remember like people's faces um do you know I mean all that kind of stuff that just goes in and I know that that's related to my Asperger's because I know that when I go into situations or do stuff I know that I have to collect as much information as possible because uh, I've said before because I don't have like the proper functioning empathy sympathy yeah I can't pick up on people's like reactions or whatever based on like an emotional level so what I do is I study their body language the way they talk the way they behave as a base reading and then from that point on yeah like I know when they're behaving differently and then I go into my memory of what I've seen as a human reaction to happy human reaction to sad tie them up and I know that and that part of me is the way that I can interact with people but also that part of me also remembers stuff about other things so there's loads of other stuff in my life that isn't related to just interactions that I can just remember as a good memory it's like when we're watching like game shows on telly yeah you know so many uh, random answers yeah and it's not because like I've researched it or looked it up because as you know I can't really read anything yeah uh, it's just because someone's told me that in piece of information once and I've just retained it yeah that's like a yeah a superpower that yeah. you have yeah yeah and like everybody that like some people can draw some people can play music there's yeah. all these like different skills that people have that are related to autism like obviously the people that have it like loads of the ones you always see on telly so like there's obviously the normal Asperger's then there's these people that are autistic that can do the play any instrument just yeah, from the first time and that kind of thing kind of like their their superpower if you want to call it that is just something that's e- like more easily recognised or yeah. can get you further yeah but like everyone has one like you're good with numbers yeah uh, math in general like you seem to be really good at that so much so that you enjoy it um, <laughs> you know like it's it's one of the things that you definitely like. You get some weird like sort of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Um. You like to draw. I like your drawings. Do you like my drawings? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's that aspect. I mean, you say that, but I'm like by no means an artist. Or oh no. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not, that. I'm not good at drawing. Yeah, but like, do you know what I mean? Like they're they're different. So yeah. They're not like what I would consider like normal normal drawings I draw weird faces basically yeah Um, and obviously there's things like your I think your maturity level or how people are able to interact with you despite your age yeah Um, that's definitely something that's a positive of like having Asperger's yeah Uh, I think um, a thing that's more generalised so it's more for kind of a lot of people 
would be like and I think it's a benefit is just the I guess lack of emotion but in the sense that I don't feel like I let things get me down like I see other people in like weird situations so like I've seen people that have gone through breakups and then they've almost not been able to function properly for you know a period of time while they're getting over it and yeah. same with if they if there's like a death in or of someone close to them yeah things like that whereas i have never yeah i know exactly what i mean like that not that things like that don't necessarily cause me meltdowns like i can i can have responses to it but I just feel like I deal with things like that a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a good one. So, yeah. like, I've broken up with relationships. I know people, like, have, like, a period where they're upset, yeah. crying all the time, don't want to go out, don't want to do anything, like, feeling sorry for themselves. Like, I've never had that. Yeah. That's never been something that's, like, happened to me. Um, obviously, when your person you're with becomes your ex and they see you doing that, they just see it as you didn't really care you weren't really into the relationship and it's over but um really what it is is it's because you don't have that um you don't go through that process yeah there's no it's the same when like a member of the family dies you take it as like factual yeah um it's not an issue um it's not something that you get upset about it's not something that you you know think about it doesn't like I'm not saying like weighs you down and I know for NT people grieving is like important and they need it yeah uh, and that kind of thing but like as somebody on the spectrum when family members die I don't need to I don't have that yeah like I like you just you don't have to go through the like the the pain you're seeing other people go through yeah so you can avoid that and you know I always hear people all the time that have broken up in a relationship that have gone like I wish it had just like stopped like hurting or something like yeah. that like, they don't, yeah yeah definitely they're like always that. they're always saying that um but like so you cut that bit out and I know that there's people that I've told that to that have gone oh I wish I was like that yeah like I so I lost a family member not that long ago. I can't remember when it was like oh last year but like October time and um my I didn't have the response that I saw a lot of people have like I wasn't doesn't mean that I didn't think it was a shame or anything like that but I wasn't you know it didn't stop my day-to-day life and like at the funeral when I was there I did cry but I feel like it was because everyone around me was crying so I didn't feel like I was going to cry and I didn't feel upset but then I saw everyone else do it and I guess I kind of copied like what they were doing but I didn't feel I I don't want to say I didn't feel upset because that sounds really yeah but like I think like that sounds really strong yeah but but like people that listen to this now or have listened to us for a bit know that it's not that we it's not a case of not caring yeah it's just it just doesn't happen yeah like i so when i was told that that family member had like passed i didn't it didn't change my day at all i still did everything that day as normal and if i'm honest i didn't really think about it and another part of that is i live away from my family so that family member isn't part of my routine yeah so it didn't it didn't change my life as i suppose it would if they were part of my routine yeah so maybe that's something to do with it as well but i feel like that in a way is a positive because 
as as well as like not having the emotions means that I don't let emotions affect my decisions. Yeah, I mean, um, I you know, NT people they do tend to say like they keep making the same mistakes yeah. or you know like they're in a relationship with someone that's banned for them yeah and then they get out of that relationship and then like they miss them they want to be with them so they get back in that relationship yeah. and then they're like ah oh, i shouldn't have done this why am i back in this i know for me once i break up with someone i don't get back with them because i logically look at it as um we broke up for a reason yeah so i don't i don't have that like need to if anything the only thing that really gets disrupted to start off with is um my routine's different yeah because obviously i had a routine that included them and now i have to make one that doesn't include them yeah um which is which is fine that's the thing like where it could be seen as i'm not coping with the breakup because i'm trying to like restore like a balance yeah um but that doesn't take me that long that'll take like a week at most yeah to alter my routine so it doesn't include them um and then i'm fine but then, like, people just assume, like, with an NT person, that just is you being seen as over it. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's a little bit like, that's wrong. You shouldn't be over it as quickly as you are. You're in a relationship for ages. And obviously, if they don't know you've got Asperger's, you're just seen as... They kind of see it as you wanted the relationship to end, and now you've got what you want, and that's why you're being the way you're being. So it can always be misinterpreted. Yeah. Um, that's weird. I was actually thinking of something else you said at the start there that I just thought oh yeah that's also a good a good point um the emotional response thing is good because you can make more logical decisions with stuff so like I would say that people with Asperger's are fairer in a point yeah um so like we don't really have like an emotional like bias towards things yeah so we're better at I think making decisions that are fairer to other people yeah um obviously there's the one about honesty so um even though people with asperger's can lie apparently having someone with asperger's that's like a constant liar is is rarer uh, to come across i know i'm a little bit like i lie a bit but that's that's more of a fitting in thing i think it depends over the thing like i can lie about things that i know don't really matter in a sense of if someone says oh do you want to do this tonight? I can be, I can tell a lie of, oh no, I can't because I'm busy. That to me doesn't affect me. But if I know it's going to have some sort of impact, or I know that if I lie, it's going to make you know like an actual difference. I, I struggle. Yeah. Oh, um, that's what I was thinking of. So recently, I was in a road traffic accident. Yes. I got hit by a car. Yeah. Um, I was knocked unconscious for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up having to spend two and a bit days in the hospital because yeah. of it. Now, I remember one of the nurses coming in like halfway through who asked me what had happened. And I said I was cycling to work. Yeah. Uh, crashed with the car. All those things that happened. And he was like, just make sure that you get back on a bike. Like, make sure yeah. that you like, because if you take too long, oh, like yeah. you'll, you'll, be, you'll develop like a fear of cycling. You won't ever go back on a bike again. You've got to make sure the second you're able to get back on a bike, you get back on a bike. Um, and I remember thinking in my head when he said it, and I was just like, ah, you don't know. Um, but I've got Asperger's. So this isn't a thing for me. Yeah. I am not like scared of cycling. Like, I'm not, no part of me is thinking, oh, like, do you know what I mean? What if it happens again? Yeah. Like, I've not got that fear of um, getting on a bike. I saw a 
sticker on the side of a car recently actually which was an autism awareness sticker and it said on it like it was listing things to keep an eye on for his child yeah like it was a side of a car you know like a baby on board okay yeah he had autism aware autism awareness the child in this car may exhibit these behaviors and it listed like a thing that was on there yeah. they were all like i would say negative ones um may get scared or run off like yeah. this kind of thing and one of them was has no sense of fear yeah um which i was trying to decide on whether or not that's a pro or a con to Asperger's. Like, in this sense, bike crash, like, that's not going to stop me from cycling. Cycling is how I get to and from places. Yeah. Like, I'm already looking at buying a new bike. Um, Like, I'm ready to go back out cycling as soon as, like, I'm a bit more healed up in my legs. Yeah. Um, I will go back out on my bike again. NT people develop, like, um, I think phobias of that kind of thing if they leave it too long. Um, yeah. I remember crashing a car when I was really young. Um, not my fault. A plow on the back of a tractor was just out on the side of a tractor. So, like, it was just out in the middle yeah. of the road. Um, I was driving. It was dark. He had no lights on. He had no hazard lights on. I didn't know there was a plow on the back of the tractor until my car had gone fully into the plow. Yeah. Like, it cut my engine, like, clean in two. I think I've shown you pictures of it yeah, before. Yeah, it was impressive. Um, but like I was fine like I wasn't I wasn't injured um, I got my car back home I think I bought a car the next day and yeah. was driving the next day and the thing I didn't realise and like if I'm wrong my brother listens to these podcasts so I'm sure he'll tell me if I was wrong but my mum told me that my brother was a little bit like traumatised from the crash yeah like I didn't notice like obviously I've got Asperger's the empathy thing I didn't even notice he was yeah Um, but like he was a little bit shook up about it wasn't sure about getting in a car for a while like did get back in a car with me eventually Um, but like he had this period of being a little bit like was he in the car with you? Oh, when I yeah, crashed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, when I hit the plow, yeah, obviously. Okay. Yeah, no, he was in the passenger seat. That's cool. The plow went through, like, my side yeah. and was, if it was going to go anywhere, it would have gone through my windscreen. Yeah. Through me. Um, not him. Yeah. But he okay. was still a little bit, like, shook up about it. Um, and I also told you about that time that the lorry that I was supposed to go in, that I was yeah. supposed to go to work one day, and had I have actually not slept in and gone to work, I'd be dead. Yeah. Because the lorry that I was supposed to go in had a crash and a tree branch went through the passenger seat and had I have actually woken up on that day on time and not been late for work uh, I'd have been killed yeah all that kind of stuff doesn't have like any impact on me whatsoever yeah. no part of me lets that in where I think Jesus like, I, d I don't know if it would affect an NT person but I suppose with your crash that you had on your bike I yeah. cycle the same route to work on my bike yeah. and I had to go to work the day after you crashed and I didn't think anything of it or feel strange on yeah. that way. I don't think it would affect anyone anyway because I wasn't involved in no, the crash. No, because people, you like you hear, you read about it all the time in the newspapers, people die in like bicycle yeah. accidents. I just mean like more for if it were you yeah. and you'd been in a crash, like would you then go, well, that's, that's it, I'm not cycling anymore, this is no. too dangerous. No, definitely not. I mean, um, I've had, uh, like, I did the same with my car. I was on a motorway and the front two wheels of my car fell off on a motorway. And that was very almost a crash. With yeah. All, like, I was on a roundabout, so there were loads of cars around me and almost all of them went into me, really. But, yeah, it didn't... I was back to driving the next day once my car was fixed yeah I mean there's loads of I mean I've got loads of examples like, like we could go on about it for yeah. ages um, like even those like lads on the mopeds yeah they kicked you off your bike that attacked me yeah that hasn't stopped me from cycling down the exact same bit yeah where they were and I even 
not so long ago hung around the bit where it happened at the same time it happened on the same day it happened like a week later yeah to see if they were going to come back down there again because i needed to get their license plates there was no point in me thinking like what if they recognize me what if i actually do get into a fight with them um i just thought i need their license plates so i'm gonna hang out like i hid behind a tree yeah uh and hid my bike in like a hedge so they wouldn't know I was there just so I get the license plates but there are things that about that like when I explain it to my mom or other people they go oh oh no that's a bit yeah like are you sure I don't think you should be doing that um but like I see that as a good thing like obviously maybe humans are supposed to like have a sense of danger but I feel like not getting hung up on things like that because there's no emotional attachment to events that happen in my life yeah that it helps you just you know like get over stuff because like when people that are nt go to like therapy or have to take like antidepressants it's usually because of events of their lives that have had an effect on them yeah but like there's not that there's not that yeah i think um like we're more blasé about events that have happened like i know that there's I, I feel like the not having a sense of fear, yeah, it works both ways. Like, it's good, and I'm glad that I don't get hung up on things. But equally, and I know this is more common in females, supposedly, but maybe that's just because females are, I don't know. But um, there's a thing about it's easier to manipulate people with Asperger's. And, like, I don't... Yeah, I mean, that's that's not a female thing. Um, just as, as a thing, we're more gullible yeah. um, and easily led. Um, it's why you always hear about people with Asperger's getting into like trouble with the police or like that kind of thing it's because they haven't understood what's being said or you know like police can sometimes the way they question you they can lead you to go with the way they want yeah and people with asperger's gullibly will like believe what they're saying because they think this is a policeman he's saying this he's making me feel like this way and it's the same you can be manipulated by other people because they suggest stuff to you and you just go along with it yeah like as two as two sides to it i'd say with the lack of fear thing like i got myself in a situation once where if i had had a sense of fear i probably wouldn't have gotten into the situation i got into but equally as much as what what happened wasn't great like i have no sense of i'm not really like i'm not upset by it yeah like i don't i want to like go into it but yeah i mean i know what you're talking about yeah like the so it it works both ways like what what happened wouldn't have happened which would have been better but equally the fact that it happened never registered with me or was something that affected me in a way that it might have affected yeah someone else so that's a good thing i suppose because it means like i feel like i could get beaten up on the street and then be fine to walk the same street yeah like every day afterwards like i don't i don't think i would yeah i mean you can link that to um i was weirdly thinking about um there was like a rise in knife crime in london and they were talking about how a lot of people that carried knives was because they were in situations where they were threatened with a knife so they thought they want to carry a knife and yeah. I just remember thinking like that doesn't make any sense um, that's just increasing the amount of knives so yeah. why would you do that um, do you know what I mean you carrying a knife is not going to stop someone pulling a knife so why bother carrying a knife um, and obviously that's like an autistic logic to that I'm not saying NT people wouldn't have that logic 
But I think if you were autistic and threatened with a knife, you're less likely to then buy a knife and carry a knife um, based on the fact that you think that it will make you safer. Yeah. So um, you just don't think, you just think it happened. It's one of those things that happen, move on with it. So I think the empathy, sympathy, like the emotional sense, and I don't think NT people would necessarily agree with it, but because I feel like I don't have that sense of emotion, I feel like that holds people back, which that could be wrong. But that's my opinion, and I think yours. So you've uh, got the emotion. Yeah, like I, I think some stuff emotionally is handy. Um, yeah. Like I know that I struggle to make decisions. Yes. Uh, and choose the right like paths for me, but I think that's because you need that emotional reaction and gut feeling to something because you can look at two decisions and go with, you know, even though it's like a massive cliche like the follow your heart, listen to your heart yeah. thing. I don't feel like I can do that. So there are aspects where I have to decide what's best for me and can't. So then you would end up having to just go to somebody else and asking them, what do you reckon I should do? Yeah. Uh, and obviously they don't know you and they might pick the wrong thing, but you won't know they've done that. But I think, so I think we've mentioned like two. I would say another one. Um, you okay? Yeah, okay. well. Uh, just checking. Um, I would say another one is, I don't know how to word it. Uh, wait, let me think. <laughs> um, okay, well, you, you, you take you, you take your time thinking about that. I was thinking more like thinking, so like logical thinking is a benefit oh, of, yeah. of being um, autistic. So like people with Asperger's tend to got problems differently. Yes. Um, there's loads of things at work where we've done things a certain way and that's the way everybody's done it and that's the way they've been trained. But like I've been able to look at a situation and go... Or we could just do it this way. Yeah. And that makes more sense. And I've had people go, that does make more sense. Why have I never thought of that? Um, and I've experienced that quite a lot um, yeah. like throughout my life where I've gone, yeah, you could do it that way, but I've always done it this way. Because if you do it this way, like this works better. And I've always found that like I can look at a situation and not just take it as this is how we do this. Yeah. Um, and like thought about it in a different way that works better for me. And then someone's gone, oh, actually, yeah, that's, that's a much better way so much smarter way of doing that yeah um and all people with Asperger's tend to have that because obviously you have to have a certain way of doing everything like I have a certain way like I like shower yeah. make dinner like go about my day in general everything has a certain way so when I'm presented with a new situation um it's hard for me to follow it the way that somebody else does anyway because I need to find my own way of doing it because if I try and follow it the way somebody else does it it will just feel like alien to me and I won't really be able to do it properly but if i find my own way of doing it providing the end results the same thing the person wanted yeah um it doesn't matter how i got there which is how i've always gone about everything anyway i've always decided that this is what they want me to do so i've looked at like the end result of something and then thought of my own way to get there uh and that's always worked better for me because i'll be able to do it better and you know there's been a few times where i've shown someone how i've came to that like conclusion and they've gone oh yeah yeah that's a good idea there's loads of like schemes at work or uh styles of doing things that have been adapted by me changing the way it was done before because the way it's done before just didn't i couldn't figure it out yeah um a lot of people are good at following step-by-step instructions um like rules orders that kind of thing i've never been able to do that yeah um i have to find my own way of doing everything otherwise i can't do it uh, and yeah, that's always been a benefit because some people learn from the way I do things. What you thought about it? Do you remember what yeah. it was? Um, another benefit I would say, and this I only really noticed more after like speaking to people at work and whatnot, but like being able to be alone 
I don't know. It, it's not always a benefit because, like, maybe it's not a good thing that I could be quite solitary for a long time. But I see, some people need other people there, and they need to be able to talk to people, and they need they can't spend too long on their own or even like I know that there are some people that just can't be on their own like at all they hate it they hate being sat in a room on their own yeah but for me and for you I think like I can easily be on my own I could be on my own for days uh, forever not talk to anyone and it doesn't bother me and I don't need like loads of stimulation either like I don't it's not like when I'm on my own I have to have the tv on because I have to have noise like I can just sit in a room with no entertainment yeah. and be fine because I've got the thoughts in my head. Oh, I've had that. Like, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Um, because you you think about everything. So people yeah. with Asperger's don't really have a shut-off. Like, with yeah. their brain, their brain is constantly thinking all the time. Um, I think that's why most people with Asperger's struggle to sleep. Yeah. Um, and I've had it, so my thought processes have woke me up in the middle of the night just to think about something. But it's also a pro in I know what you mean. Like, there's been times where I, say, have to wait I've turned up for something uh, and then the person that I'm supposed to be meeting has gone, I'm actually going to be an hour late. Yeah. Um, and instead of going back home and thinking, God, what am I going to do for an hour? I can literally sit on a bench. No yeah. music, no nothing, providing it's not too loud and the normal sensory stuff. But like, say where we are now, which is like we're sat on a tree, like in the middle of nowhere. I yeah. can sit here for like an hour and not need anything. Yeah. Like barely move. And that's because... Um, I just can. I've always been able to do that. I'm able to just do nothing. I noticed it um, when you were in hospital after the accident. Obviously, it was me and your ex-girlfriend that were there. Yeah. But I noticed, like, we were there for, um, I don't know, about nine nine hours, I yeah. think. And there were uh, quite a few times where you were be- being x-rayed or gone to have various things like done i noticed like your ex-girlfriend got her phone out and was like scrolling through her phone whereas i was just stood there and i don't think i looked at my phone once and i spent a lot of time just being stood thinking and then she'd go are you okay and i'd be like yeah i'm fine just just in my own little world because i don't need the well i mean that night in hospital i couldn't get the tv to work so there was like a tv there and i couldn't get it to work anyway to get the radio on my phone, I didn't bring a phone charger because I'd gone straight from the accident to hospital and my yeah. phone was on like 10%, so I had to put it on like super battery saving, which means all you can do is phone calls and text. Yeah. So I couldn't do anything and I had to just spend the night lying in bed with nothing there. And that was from like, you guys left at like five? Six. Six? Yeah. Uh, so obviously like that was six o'clock at night and I had to just do nothing. I had no magazines, newspapers, nothing. Um, and I could just could. Yeah. I just could. Like I laid there till about half 10, then fell asleep. Um, and that was fine. Yeah. Like even the next day, like I still couldn't get the telly to work. Uh, so I didn't have a charger, did the same thing in the morning. Also fine. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely like, um, an Asperger thing. Like you don't need constant stimulus. Yeah. Um, you're able to just be alone with your thoughts. Yeah. Or like my, I would say like I stimulate myself, like my brain through different things to nt people as well like i can be entertained by just stroking my arm yeah and i notice if i'm sat thinking like i'll be stroking my arm or like you know if i've got a pen like clicking the pen or something like that but that to me is basically the same as if i was watching tv like it doesn't i don't think there's that much of a difference in terms of 
the way that it's just occupying my brain. Yeah, I mean, have you ever done that thing where you lay and look at something to say someone's got like a pair of curtains that have like a really weird pattern on it? Yeah, and that's just it. You just end up staring at the pattern. Well, this is why I hate, like I've already told you, I hate like tessellated patterns, but that's because I can't stop. So my brain will just see it one way and then see it another way and just flick between the two. And I can't, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, So that's like an issue for me. But yeah, like, I know what you mean. And like, when you're thinking about these, looking at these patterns and thinking about stuff, um, I've like figured stuff out that I was trying to figure out like previously, or I've had like good thoughts about things I needed to do or problems I was trying to solve previously in the week and couldn't because of like distractions and that kind of thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. um, I also... I watch a lot of prison documentaries, but they talk about being in the shoe, like solitary confinement in the cell, not having anything. And honestly, I watch it and think I'd rather do that than be in general population. Like, why is that a punishment? (laughs) That sounds amazing. I don't even think it sounds that bad compared to my life now. I'm sure it's not comfortable and there's all of those sorts of things, but equally being just in a room by myself all day not having to go to work or deal with other people i don't know like there's a there's a part of that that sounds quite nice to me which i kind of find comforting because i think uh at least i could probably survive prison (laughs) (laughs) so you think one of your positive traits of asperger's is you could survive prison because of it well i say that i probably wouldn't do very well in like general populations maybe i wouldn't survive prison but you know Maybe I'd pretend to be in a gang, an ex-affiliate, and get myself in. Um, Yeah, I I thought about this, like, as well, uh, like, even though we've done a podcast on special interests before. Yeah. uh, That in itself, like, I think is a positive, being able to, like, fully get into something. So, like, learning as much as you can about something, um, making yourself more sort of educated because of it. So finding something that you're interested in and then just obsessively learning everything about it. Yeah, and then once you, like, learn as much as you can, like, it helps you do stuff. Like, a lot of, like, big things that have been invented or have been worked on have definitely been done by people that are on the spectrum. Yeah. Because they've been able to, like, sort of proper, like, submerge themselves in that particular topic and learn loads of stuff about it. I mean, like, you've said that you were big into, you've learned a lot about nutrition and that kind of thing. And that's that's been, like, massively beneficial to me and you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think part of it is the reason why I'm vegan. Yeah. Um, I feel like my autism definitely is one of those things that turned me that way because I was not, and then I was vegetarian, and then, like, logically I started thinking about how vegetarianism wasn't, you couldn't do be vegetarian, really, because it was too much, like, eating meat. Yeah. Uh, because there were aspects of vegetarianism, like, the dairy and that kind of thing. I mean, I don't want to go into veganism too much but like i know that logically that's what led me that way is my autism definitely made me make the change from vegetarian and veganism and now that i've been vegan i could never go back to the way i was because like my brain has worked that out yeah and it's yeah it's the obsession with nutrition that i would say has helped with a lot of my like any sort of illness or anything i've had like i've obsessively researched it to find out what will cure me and it has and now like i would say that both of us eat a really nutrient rich diet 
and yeah. we exercise because we know how i mean like same with running like i am really into running and how it works and how to get better at it but from doing that i mean you've been running with me and i don't think by any means i've trained you up because you are naturally good at it and you're naturally fit and everything but within two weeks you ran a half marathon with me yeah without any sort of being in pain yeah i mean a lot of like i said a lot of like big sci- scientists and inventors tend to have some form of autism yeah uh, and i think that is down to the special interest thing like if you pick an interest in something that you become and like that's that's why people that are autistic can do things like take computers apart and like build them from scratch and like all that kind of stuff that you hear about and it's because of that ability to fully immerse yourself in a topic or a subject or project you know and just do it yeah um because that's the way the brain works and it's always thinking about it yeah and like i said like being able to sit and do nothing the reason you can do that is because what you're actually thinking about while you're doing that is this topic is this thing that you're interested in um you're just always like always thinking about it all the time and then that's where you have like breakthroughs or you know brain waves or that kind of thing because obviously it's always there no matter what you're doing yeah and there are like you mentioned as well there's i i can't pronounce her name what and oh from the chase yeah uh yeah 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 like she is she's got asperger's yeah uh and she's only the way she is because of her ability to retain information and like her interest in like general knowledge and that kind of thing that's that's why she is the way she is like that's yeah. why she's just good at that um but through doing that she's got herself a job that i imagine pays i don't know but i imagine it pays quite well she's doing something that she's interested in that is her interest so that must be a benefit because who wouldn't want to do something that they enjoy and like doing yeah but this is what i've been saying for a while that people that do um jobs that they're interested in that's why it's better for people with Asperger's to do something that they've got a genuine interest in um, because that's easy for us I think that's like anybody that's got Asperger's that's been good at a job they did yeah. something that they that was their interest yeah um, which is why I'm always interested in like finding out what I could do for a living um, but yeah like that she got a job based on her Asperger's basically so like one of her positive traits is the thing that got her work yeah um, and yeah it's that's what it is it's just finding that i suppose that's yeah so these positive there are plenty of positive traits and i definitely think that they do contribute to having a good as much as there are problems and there there are things with asperger's that are negative but there are also plenty of positive things and yeah like you said given the choice you wouldn't choose to not have it no no, um, I'm not saying that I've got anything against NT people. No, no, or, definitely not. You know, there are benefits to being neurotypical, but I don't see it as a um, as a bad thing. I think for I would say as an extension of that, I think for NT people, being around other NT people is easier, and for people with Asperger's, being around other people with Asperger's is easier. It's more difficult to combine. Not that you can't have NT, you can't. It's not saying you can't mix because you can, but I mean, so me and you, when we hang out, I find being around you and talking to you 
a lot easier than I find talking to NT people. Yeah. And I find that it's the same. So if I hang out with someone who's NT, I find that they struggle a little bit more with me because I'm quite happy to sit in silence and not talk. Like I only talk if I have something to talk about. Otherwise, I'll just sit in complete silence and that doesn't bother me. Whereas I know that some people struggle with that or they think that I'm annoyed. Um, or sometimes I'm too blunt or yeah. too, too honest almost. So I think, I don't think that there's anything wrong with being NT. I, I just think that it's two different mindsets, isn't it? Yeah, and you've got to try and integrate. I think that's the other thing, you've got to integrate better. So um, people with Asperger's getting on with people that are NT. Because I feel like this study that I read about how they're trying to genetically get rid of it, I imagine the people that are doing that study are neurotypical or that are yeah. trying that research. I can't imagine there's anybody with Asperger's that are backing that thing or anybody autistic that's working in that area to... Because I always feel like people that are autistic are always the ones that are pushing for acceptance and awareness yeah. and that kind of thing. So I don't feel like... So that's like an NT thing. So like maybe they... NT people don't see it as a negative. Well, you've said all the time that... Um NT people feel bad for you for not being able to experience happiness yeah whereas you don't feel bad for yourself and I'm sure it's the same with just they feel bad for you or feel bad for people with Asperger's with not being able to experience the same emotions whereas obviously we just think that it's better or not everyone will think it's better but like for us yeah we think it's better so it's I think it's just yeah um no, not the grass is always greener. The opposite, the exact opposite to that expression is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know what the exact opposite to that saying is, but yeah. I'm sure it exists. Um, yeah, and like, this is the thing. Well, I mean, that's that in itself is a benefit or a pro of having Asperger's yeah. is you don't know what that saying is. Yeah. Um, so as an extension of that, people with Asperger's tend to tell you exactly what they're thinking. Yeah. Um, or try and say things they don't use like cliches or metaphors or any of that kind of stuff. They tend to just say it as it is. Yeah. Um, which I've always seen as a benefit because uh, you never have to like interpret what somebody with Asperger's is saying or you don't have to like read between the lines because we tend to speak just purely black and white. Like yeah. there's no like grey areas with Asperger's. So when you're talking to somebody that's on the spectrum, they don't... Um, they don't like beat around the bush you don't have to try and guess what they mean uh what they say is what they mean yeah there's no like oh, i wonder if they really meant this or i wonder if that's what they were getting at no like and that is always better uh to talk to someone that's that way like it's there's no like messing about there's no like holding yeah. back some of us burgers are quite blunt and do yeah. tell you exactly what they're thinking or what they think of someone um, which obviously in the etiquette or decorum of normal conversation, you're not supposed to do that kind of thing. Yeah. But I see that as a benefit. I see it as a benefit. I also find it a lot more difficult. So another thing that I find easier about being with you and other people that are on the spectrum, why I find them easier to be around is because sometimes I completely misread situations with NT people because they haven't said what they really think. Yeah. So I'll think that they're perfectly happy with what I've said and it will turn out that they're not and they're annoyed or they thought I was being really rude. So I find it a lot easier to be around someone that I know is just going to say, or just question me, just say, what do you mean by that? Or, you know, or just accept what I'm saying as fact, yeah. not not thinking there's a hidden meaning behind it. I think, obviously when you first meet someone that's got Asperger's, like they might be quiet, 
Uh, they might not talk, they might seem shy, but once you get to know somebody that's got Asperger's and they're comfortable being around you... Yeah, when they when you get to know them and they you understand them and somebody with Asperger's is okay to talk to and interact with someone that's NT, um, the conversations are easier, yeah. the interactions are easier, there's no, like, you don't have to worry about what you're saying. I think it's a lot harder to event, offend someone that's on the spectrum, so... Yeah. Um, I think interacting with someone that's, like I said, like me and you talking to each other, that's why people with Asperger's, I think, find it easier to talk to other people that have it. And I think that's because the interactions are simpler, uh, there's no hidden meanings, you don't have to worry about that person on the spectrum then saying stuff about you behind your back. Yeah. Because most of the time they'll have told you to your face. Um, so I think it's there's benefits to NT people knowing somebody on the spectrum because you'll always get like what they're actually thinking or like the truth you know um you don't have to worry about oh i know they said that but did they mean that you know um which has got to be a pro everybody always talks about how they like people that just say it as it is and i feel like that is something you'll definitely get with someone that's on the spectrum if you get to know them yeah yeah definitely and with people i don't know i never just go along with something just because i think that's what they want to hear like if I disagree with you but I don't know you well enough to feel like I can talk I just go silent and that's usually a given within itself yeah I mean obviously if you're NT and you apply your normal like logic on somebody that's autistic so like you assume that they've gone silent because of whatever reason or you know that kind of thing it's harder yeah but once you are neurotypical and once you understand how Asperger's works yeah when you see somebody on the spectrum do something and you know what it means it's it's, it's much easier yeah because we tend to repeat the same behaviors we yeah. tend to react exactly the same way to everything so I think interactions with people on the spectrum are easier once you've sort of understood how it works yeah I think initially when you meet them it's difficult but that's because you're applying the same logic you've used with everybody else you spoke to but once you understand how it works, I feel like it's an easier way to have talk to someone. You don't have to worry about what you're saying, what you're not saying. Because like I said, if you offend them, they tell you. Um, yeah. If what you're saying is, do you know, in any sort of way. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's, it's really hard to offend. Uh, I mean, both of us, like, I find pretty much anything you say to me funny. Even if you're really trying to offend me, I'll probably find it funny because... I don't have that emotional response of being annoyed by being something being said about me. Yeah. Um, are there any other benefits that you... There's probably loads. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I just... think a lot of them are also just um, like sub-benefits of the ones we've said. Yeah, I mean, I think with all traits that I've listed, even the times we've talked about stuff negatively... Yeah. Um, I think there's a positive to each one. Yeah, like a positive spin on... So, like, we've talked about the relationship thing. Like, when we talked did the podcast on relationships yeah. and it was about how we're disconnected and not interested in people. We've also now talked about the grieving process and ending relationships and how there's not that emotional turmoil within somebody that's Asperger's, yeah. which is a benefit. Um, I think everything, everything. Like, even the obsessive thoughts, when I talked about that and how it was all consuming and it was causing anxiety and stress... That's yeah. just when you focus on bad situations that you don't know how to deal with. But equally, yeah. if that obsessive thought becomes something good, like, I believe that's, like, how a lot of, like, inventions and scientific breakthroughs are made. Yeah. So there's always, I think, there's a positive to all traits, really. What I think is quite interesting is how much, when I first 
or where, after the therapist said that she thinks I've got autism, my initial response was, I don't want to have that. That's yeah. not something I want. And I said to you like several times that I just didn't want it and I didn't want to accept it and I didn't want to be stuck that way. And now my whole mindset about it's completely changed and I agree with you in the sense that I wouldn't want to get rid of it. I think it's super important, like if anyone like listening is in the same position I am or has already been diagnosed and doesn't want to have it to maybe try and put the positive spin on it because you can have like burger superpowers and it can be a good thing and if you didn't have it you probably would be a completely different person but that might not necessarily be a better person or a better version of yourself yeah um, because obviously I mean NT people in general they might be having a hard time with things they're just better at not showing it whereas obviously when you're autistic it's hard to really like cover up what you're thinking or what how you're feeling um yeah it just comes out whereas i think nt people just look like some of them look like they're doing you know I mean, more on top of stuff yeah when really they're not but yeah if you're having a hard time with it um it might just be because of the way you're looking at it yeah uh, and you might be seeing it as a bad thing because like i said in some circles some societies some cultures it's seen as a bad thing yeah um and it's just getting yourself to not see it that way and just to look at the pros that you have or the positive uh aspects of it that you know you're aware of yeah and just using that to your benefit i'd or- say just as a an extra one that I just sort of thought of I'd say like having it leads to not in all cases but I would say like I don't have much of an ego I'm not very egotistical and I don't really judge people because logically I don't feel like I should it's all to do with logic but yeah like there's never been a part of me that judges someone because of I don't know like because of a disability because of a sexuality because of the way they look or dress or anything yeah like that. i've I noticed that i don't have any um, kind of judgment because i feel like that'd be an emotional thing but i think yeah. people that are artist autistic uh especially myself like i'm less you know i mean i'm not i've never like felt anything like towards like racism homophobia no, yeah. uh i don't see those as a thing like i barely see gender as a thing yeah. so um in fact, I don't know if I really do. Yeah, um, so I, I do. feel like yeah, I do. as, as it makes me more accepting of stuff. Like I don't, I've never judged somebody for like being like gender neutral, gay, uh, a certain race. Like those thoughts have never entered my head. Yeah, same. I've like, never spoke I, to someone that's one of those like, I suppose, groups and gone, oh, you're different. Yeah, like I would say. Uh, not like judgment on people yeah maybe like my all of my judgment on people is to do with how they interact with me yeah but nothing external and not even most of the time I don't really judge people negatively I either think like I could get along with this person or I just sort of don't care but there's there's not often that I think negative thoughts towards people like individuals and I'd say that might be a benefit of it as well. But I'm, I'm sure that's not the case for every person with Asperger's. Just no, but... Me. Oh, just waiting for the ambulance to go past. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's you and I have that, so it could be. Yeah. Um, even though my Asperger's and your Asperger's are very similar to each other. Yeah. Um, but, like, to be fair, like we haven't known each other that long. It's not like we grew up together or yeah. I've known each other. So our, like, Asperger's has developed the same. 
you've like I've said before, we've had completely different lives, yeah. uh, and do you know what I mean? We've got lots of similar traits, so it could just be that it's this related and it's the same. Yeah. 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 I think it's an interesting topic. I'd be interested to like if anyone listening wants to write into us because we've had a couple of people write in. Like, if anyone wants to let us know how they think that it's like positively affected their life or just wants to like talk about it it'd be uh, i just like hearing other people's opinions on this yeah because there are people out there i imagine that hate it yeah uh, and there are people out there that like having it yeah um most people i've seen like i said on facebook said that they didn't want it gone um but i imagine there's those out there that do I think, yeah, I think for a lot of people, the people that want to get rid of it, maybe it isn't because they want to get rid of it for themselves, it's because they want to get rid of it because uh, members of their family or relationships or things like that would prefer it if they had more of an emotional response and kind of expect that out of them. And because that's what's expected of them, that would be why they would want to be able to get rid of it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how many people, if they didn't have other people wanting them to be a certain way, would get rid of it yeah yeah I suppose like maybe it's just external yeah uh, internally they don't really mind but I guess if you're told something and that leads back to the being gullible or being led by people yeah if you're told constantly it's a bad thing and you shouldn't have it and you, you you'd have a better life if you didn't have it I guess there's those that believe that yeah and then want it gone yeah but definitely like if anyone has an opinion they want to write into us or just a topic they want us to talk about as well. Yeah. Um, I would, I'd, I'd, I'd be quite interested to hear how people think about this. Check it's not just us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, obviously we don't really have much reference to other people that have got it. It's, yeah. only, it's only what I've read uh, that I follow. But yeah, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? No, that is everything. Thank uh, and you we'll for go listening. Ba- and we'll go back to the mystery topics again. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Bye.